Hello, everybody, and welcome to Showhoppers Lost, Season 6, Episode 4, The Substitute. I'm Kurt, joined by my former high school teacher, Mr. Sal. Good morning. Is that the right order? You ask every time, yes, well, it's the yeah. right order. Last time wasn't the right order. Well, last time Ethan was in the episode, so I had to switch the order. But now this is the new right order. <laughs> well, we were at the gravesite of the survivors, so like, you know, Nikki and Paolo were underground there. <laughs> That's true. I did think about Nikki and Paolo. <laughs> I did not think about saying Razzle Freaking Dazzle, but so I, one could argue, one could argue. Yeah, yeah. Sounds like one is arguing. <laughs> one is certainly Come arguing. On. This is not the Last of Us. We don't argue on the Lost podcast. You're right. We 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 we're in certain agreement, which will make it really easy because now we got to guess each other's ratings. Ratings. So I got to guess what you rated this episode. Hmm. It's a lock episode. Lock that episodes, it is. Lock episodes used to be not beloved, but I think have become beloved, and it's kind of a locked, a lock and man in black episode. <laughs> Really? Yeah, I mean, I'm just and a Sawyer kind of the same way, really. <laughs> yeah, um, but the the Lostopedia considers a, a lost episode, which which is yeah, fair. So, I think you liked the off island stuff. I think I my my only thing is how you felt about Sawyer in this episode. I think if you liked Sawyer, you gave us a ten. But if you were kind of like whatever, Sawyer's just there for the ride. I think you gave it a nine. I think you gave it a nine. Okay. And I, I mean, I think, well, based on that, I think maybe you. Gave oh, it what a... am I saying? You gave it a 10. I forgot. Yeah, you gave it a 10. Um, you forgot what? Because of a company. Because of what? Because of a company. Oh, that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that did make me extremely happy. You gave it a 10. Uh, you gave it a 10. Okay. Uh, Even though you this... seem not to remember it. <laughs> Well, I couldn't understand what you were saying. A company. I was like, yeah. what is he talking about? But now I know what you're saying. Yes, a company. <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, well, let's see. I think that you... Uh, I think you loved this for the most part, but I think you loved it for a lost episode because I think it's really hard to watch... Watchmen, Chernobyl, and The Last of Us back to back to back and come over the lost and say, Yeah, that's a 10. So I think you gave it a nine. That's all very fair. But I did actually give it a 10. I thought did I, you? I, love, I love I loved this lot. I, I I I don't know why. I didn't think it'd be this good of an episode, but I, I really enjoyed it. I was like, oh. The, the right. storyline I did not like was like Ben, Ilana, that stuff. I mean, oh, okay. We gotta see that. We gotta see that eventually, whatever. But like Sawyer with the man in black, yeah. I don't know. I'm loving Sawyer this season, so I was loving that. And I, I, the stuff off the island's so nice too. Seeing Locke like that, so I had to. I was like, man, am I really giving this a ten? I was like, I, I really did like it. I really did like it. I know, I, and I actually had wrote, I wrote down a ten, and then I was like. Fuck how can I give this a higher rating than, like, Look for the Light? <laughs> it's definitely not better than Look for the Light. Listen, there's... You know, that's true. <laughs> there are metrics. I guess you have standards. 
<laughs> I got like that's what I say, like for a lost episode, this is a 10. So yeah. maybe I should just go with the 10 because I thought I thought I was like, lost. Like, but but it is not you're as right. good as like anything that we've seen recently. No, you're right. No, yeah, that's definitely true. So what do you do? I don't know. Like, I don't know. I, I don't I, know. I, what to I do. think we're I think we're pretty flawed human beings. <laughs> yeah, I think so too. We're very <laughs> I don't know what to do. I really don't. So, well, then what, so well, well, then what did you give it? Well, I wrote down a ten when I watched it, and then right before we recorded, I changed it to a nine. Well, I would give it the ten. Listen, if your heart tells you, let it be, Mister Sal. Well, that's the thing is, my heart is conflicted. Our our, our ratings are relative to a series. There, I said. Yeah, I think they need kind of need to be like is, like as we lost episodes go. This is pretty ratings. spectacular. It's pretty good. It's a hard one to top. I'll tell you the what. This is definitely my favorite one of the seasons so far. Oh yeah, yeah, that's for sure. That that much I know. Yeah. No, I I, I can I can. Well, what's your um least favorite and if you can't say favorite storyline of the three? The three being off island. I think my favorite. Universe. I think my favorite storyline is the Men in Black storyline, and probably my least favorite is it's. It's probably what you said, the Alana Ben. Yeah. Stuff. Not that I disliked that, because yeah, I, I, I did I like it. Either. I, but... Yeah, I thought it was good for the time it took up. Like, it's, it takes a mm-hmm. very minimal time. I don't know, maybe there's only, like, three scenes of it. And mm-hmm. they're not, like, super long. Someone, they're informative. It's good. And we, we kind of do need to see them again at some point. So that's, yeah, and complaints. what was really cool, too, about those scenes is... Ben's back to lying, which is very cool. Oh yeah, yeah, you're right. We obviously <laughs> see Ben lying. Yeah, so so that's good. Um, yeah, so of the of those three, I'd say that's my least favorite, and the Man in Black is my favorite. I would probably say I liked uh, Locke's off island stuff more, but more like than the Man in Black stuff. I might, yeah. Wow. Okay, a bold claim. I might. Well, now you're making that. Well, we can. Oh, there's a lot of answers in the the men in black stuff. <laughs> the one thing I loved uh, the most about the Locke stuff <laughs> was that Hurley is the owner of the box company where Locke works. So, two things about this. Yeah, I know number what you're going to say. You're going to say, well, this is a different universe. Like, we don't even know. That's number one. But number <laughs> two, I want it on the record. I've known about this. The first time we talked about this in Walkabout, I think it was. Really? No, maybe it was a walkabout. No. no, maybe it was a, it, it was Hurley when he won the lottery and it was referenced he had a box. It was season one. That's for sure. It was season one. When this first What's... came up, okay. during the episode, I looked it up and I saw that it, <laughs> it showed in this episode or at some point in season six. I was like, ah, oh, that's a long way down the road. I can gaslight him for a little while. I'm disputing this until we get there. <laughs> if we get there. Because <laughs> I think I already disputed it in the first place. I, I already disputed it. That was already first. Like, I already did that. Yeah. I didn't know first. I disputed it. And then I looked it up and went, oh, <laughs> it could be true. I do love being right. <laughs> oh, well, I'm still disputing it. Yeah, you're still disputing it because I'm still disputing it. this is an alternate universe in which he and Helen are engaged. I get it. You know, and they're going to invite his father to the wedding. <laughs> that was the most, <laughs> that was the most shocking thing. <laughs> and she said, you know, we can invite your dad. I was like, what? No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it's very fair. <laughs> oh. yeah. 
anyway, so, so but yeah, that I was I was really excited when I saw Hurley outside that box company. I was excited yeah. when I saw Randy. I was like, oh, oh, the box company. This could oh, be it. This could Rand be the big stuff. reveal. <laughs> and, the Randy. And it was. Yeah. It was good. No, it was good. So well, how did so Men in Black storyline? That's your favorite storyline. Yes. What about it was your favorite? Well, I ask that. well, I guess you don't give up your favorite scene. But why? Like, uh, why? Why are you picking that storyline as your favorite? All right. So, so part of this is that uh, there's just a lot of intrigue here. There's a lot of hmm. What? What? Like, what are what are his mechanics? How does he work? Because now he's yeah. stuck like Locke. Like, I, like why is he stuck like Locke? Because he had Locke kill Jacob. Um, is this kid Jacob so, like reincarnated or something? I, I will tell you this. Because mm-hmm. apparently they had a podcast while they were um had these yeah. episodes coming out. Okay. And in their podcast, uh Lindelof and Q's said that um he's stuck in Locke's form because Jacob is dead. Okay. Okay. So then that raises another question because I thought that the kid was Jacob or like Jacob reincarnated or something like that. Um but yeah, so okay, that that's fine. Um there's more intrigue to to this, like the 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 cave I mean, with lot, all the yeah. names is is, is really intriguing. So it um, feels it too, right? Yeah, intrigue. <laughs> yeah, he yeah. even puts the the man at gunpoint, and then goes, ah, fine, I'll follow him. Right, right, yeah, <laughs> yeah, right, exactly. You know, I love uh, Richard's role in this is not uh, inconsequential either. The, the Richard seems to have an idea about who or what this guy is, and wants nothing to do with it but i love how he appeals to richard's uh i guess pride like i would never leave you in the dark like that like it's 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 very i mean it's all very biblical which is another reason why i love it so <laughs> so this is, i mean that that scene with richard is basically you know the garden of eden like i don't know if you're familiar with the garden of eden story at all Vaguely, but, i know like there's the snake yeah so i mean the, this the, when adam and eve are in, in the Garden of Eden, God says, you know, you can eat from any tree, but not this one. Um, and it's the tree of knowledge of good and evil. So basically, eating from the tree makes you aware that you're doing things wrong, that you're that you're doing evil things. So before you eat from the tree, you may be doing evil things, but you don't know that they're evil. So you can't be at fault for them. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, because you didn't... You- you didn't willfully, like, right. like, what's that? Like the mens rea of it. You don't have like a criminal mind or anything while doing that. Right. Exactly. Yeah. There's no intent to do evil. It's not like, anyway. Yes. Um, but you know, the the snake, which is the devil, like, tempts them into eating the fruit from that tree because, like, I would, I, you know, the, that's horrible that he would put this here and not allow you to eat from it. That's just because he doesn't want you to be like him because then if you eat from it you'll be like him you'll, you'll oh is that it. is that the argument yeah that's a pretty yeah. good argument yeah <laughs> <laughs> so you know he just wants to make sure that you you aren't like as smart as he is uh because this will make you as smart as him you'll know the things he knows so Man, this is a pretty convincing snake yeah <laughs> right, right, <laughs> i'm not gonna right. lie you you, well, I mean, you hearsay telling me what the snake says yeah, makes you the, want to eat the apple and i know the, right. the story ends <laughs> right so, so like the biblical devil is very 
cunning like that so uh you know you hear the man in black say you know i I would never he left you in the dark he never even told you what all this was about i would never do that you know and and so you can hear him trying to tempt um tempt uh what's his name (laughs) i'm drawing a blank on his name richard Richard, trying to tempt richard over to his side you know um and then with sawyer it's the, uh, I don't know if it's the illusion of choice, but it's it's that he's giving him choice. That he's saying, you know, Jacob didn't. Sawyer doesn't even know who Jacob is, but but he's villainizing Jacob, saying he came and he did this thing, and then and then you didn't even have a choice after that. You know, he was kicking things in in one direction, and there was nothing you could do. But here, you have three choices now. So. He's contrasting himself with Jacob over and over again, which is really cool. You know, he throws the white rock. That was pretty oh, yeah. funny. That's an inside joke. That's an inside joke. <clears throat> I don't know. I'm shocked he got that one. <laughs> I don't know if you're that good of friends. Yeah. So, <laughs> so it's so it's it's just very biblical. Very, it's very interesting to me. I, I really enjoy it, the the Men of Black stuff and Terry O'Quinn just. What, what, uh, a guy. what a great yeah <laughs> i know it's, uh, two different people in this oh man what a guy i i just i i can't believe that this guy isn't a would, huge star now i would love to see him in more things now i know like, he's probably the best actor on lost he oh yeah. quite a bit yeah yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. i mean i i will say that um michael emerson who plays ben is is a very good actor as well like it, it's the, true. The, the, the nuances two, he does with Ben. Yeah, the two the two of them are really good. I think Peak Juliet was really like phenomenal, um, but not at this point. I mean, well, she's apparently dead now. So <laughs> uh, anyway, I'm interested to see. I, I'm assuming we're going to see her off the island at some point too. I... Oh, okay. <clears throat> All right. I mean, we even see Ben off the island, so we're going to see Juliet at some point. <laughs> How did you feel about Ben off the island? <laughs> is uh, that, is that, so, so, so you're a teacher, yes, right? I am. So you, you know, we see this teacher scene going on. Yeah, is this is this how things happen in the teacher lounge? Uh, I've never. <laughs> I've been teaching for over twenty years, and I've spent maybe two periods combined in the teacher's lounge. So you tell me, you tell me, there's not this. You've been this hustle bustling place. Uh, I mean, yourself? no. In, in certain places, I I have there has been like a hustle bustling teachers lounge that I, is really useful to avoid. So, <laughs> it's it's not usually not, very little good happens there. So yeah, uh, in most places, I, you know, when I was in my master's program, they said make sure you avoid snake pits, and teachers lounges are usually snake pits. They said <laughs> so. <laughs> so yeah. like, all right so i don't know why it really i really internalized it. i don't even think about it anymore it's just like now it's not even an option avoid it like the yeah. plague yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah just turn around when you see a teacher's laugh <laughs> oh. oh not the plague <laughs> so the i hear the snakes hissing in there uh, yeah. come in mr sal <laughs> yeah. So anyway, but yeah, a, the the man of black is so good, and Terry O'Quinn just amazing. So, but Ben, the Ben's little cameo off island here was like, all right, whatever. I mean, I I guess it's, it's cute. It's not. It'll I be mean, interesting. It'll be interesting if we get more of those two interacting off island because they had such a strong connection 
on a good justification or a, a, a good comparison as to yeah yeah they're i mean ben eventually murdered Locke. So. right 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 uh, which I, is but... a really weird funeral oh. <laughs> yeah, i loved his little speech i thought it was great <laughs> it was great but the thing the thing with ben is is that coming from the heart i mean to say the truth I I think that is I think he regrets killing him now. Fair. I mean, he's seen the monster <laughs> that he created. He he ate the apple. He did. <laughs> he's he's Adam and Eve. Yeah, he did. Yeah, he's like okay. this guy. You know, the 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 devil brings him in to see God. And he's like this guy used you for years. Don't you feel terrible? Don't you want to kill this guy? You know, it's like he's just in, in his in his ear. It's it's really and and Ben went for a hook line and a sinker and and I think he regrets that. So certainly, yeah. No, so even that storyline's pretty good. I yeah, yeah. I, I thought so. I thought it was great. Um, I I loved the uh the I, you know it's not like it's not really unique to lost it's it's pretty universal but i i really liked it you know that uh that conflict in Locke about calling jack you know and his conversation with helen where he, he kind of tells her that you deserve to not have to wait around for me to get better but if you need me to make this call if you need me to keep trying it will and you know her saying i all, all i ever needed was just you i don't that, that that's i mean it's a beautiful concept that you know of acceptance for who someone is right then now i always say to people like you should never you should never get romantically involved with someone in the hopes that they will change because they probably won't mm. so so if you can't accept them exactly as they are right now in this moment then you probably shouldn't be with them that yeah that's very good that's a pretty good lesson. That that might have to be a showhopper's rule. I think so. <laughs> <laughs> Similar to talking about your dreams. Yeah, talking about your dreams and or children. Yeah, wow. ch- children and marriages <laughs> do not fix relationships. <laughs> Which we talked about with Locke and Helen, actually. Not not You're the right. children part, but the yeah, marriage part. The marriage one, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so glad to see them making a comeback on that. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, uh, I mean, you predicted that. Jack would be fixing up Locke. Do you still think that's the case? I, I mean, obviously, there's but a lot I've, more to the I've season. But I've also been, I think, spoiled on that. So, yes. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure I've been spoiled on that. You know, I've also been, and I'm trying to shoehammer this into my watching of the series, and I'm having a lot of trouble because... I think another, I don't want to spoil Lost. I, I'm assuming that people who are listening to this podcast have already watched Lost all the way through, but maybe I shouldn't do that. So I'm going to maybe spoil something right now. So you may want to just skip forward 15 seconds. But I heard in an, another podcast I listened to that you do not talk to the man in black. So I, I, I've, I've been trying to figure out how that works with this because Richard and Sawyer both did. Mm. <laughs> all right ah <laughs> uh, you can do your was, so did ben that for out. that matter but anyway I'm trying to wonder who else has hmm yeah i mean well i i'm not gonna comment anything about that but well, here, here's what i will say i i do think that you know looking back 
Christian was the man in black. Um, I do this, which means, and so now if I'm thinking about Christian as the man in black, which I am going to do, so uh, I think it means that uh, the cabin where Ben thought Jacob was, it never really was Jacob, it was always the man in black. But I don't think oh. it, Ben, I don't think Ben, no, we, we already learned that Ben was just pulling one over on John. He he never even really talked to Jacob. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah. Well, we already learned that. Um, but the man in black wanted Ben to turn, or wanted uh, John to fix the wheel, right? Yeah. Which is what stopped the time jumps. I don't know why he wanted Turning to Turning the that. wheel? No. Putting the wheel back on its axis. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. The men in black wanted, um, well, no, well, but Christian was the one telling Locke, you got to move the island, right? Yeah, it was Christian. Yeah, so the, the really, I, I think it's really the man in black saying, you got to move the island. So the man in black wanted Ben to do that. The man in black wanted Locke to stop the time jumps. The man in black wanted Michael to uh, blow up on the ship. Um, but why, I mean, to what end? I guess to, to killing Jacob. Oh, man, the man in black's doing a pretty good job here. I mean, he seems to be winning. <laughs> <laughs> like, if there's one character in this whole series who's winning, it seems to be him. <laughs> <laughs> if you had a name of winner right now, right? I guess, yeah, man in black's the way. Who, who else would we name winners right now from the entire series? I don't know if you can name a whole lot of people that are winners. not, not many. Uh, I think most people are scarred for the worst, even those that get absolutely. off, like Michael and. Walt, no, yeah. well, Michael's dead. Sorry. Yeah. So uh, now, well, I guess it depends too. Are we talking about this current alternate off-island universe? Not including the alt universe, right? So, so the the characters in the timeline that we've known mm-hmm. of those characters, uh, I mean, who else would you call a winner? Uh, <laughs> maybe nobody. I don't know. Well, uh, De- Desmond, like, oh uh, yeah, you're right. Des- the Des- Desmond and Penny. Yeah, they found each other. Desmond and Penny found each other. So that yeah, so I guess I guess I would say them. Um uh, and Kate didn't go to jail. <laughs> I mean Well see that the Kate uh, has always been a complicated case for me because it's like, man, why do you want off this island? You just have jail waiting for you. Well now now she's running. Not and arguably, wait, and honestly, honestly, yeah. jail might be better than being on this island. <laughs> I don't know. I think if you can embrace this island for what it is, mm-hmm. I mean, I think, I think before Locke left the island, he was winning. Yeah, uh, that's true. And Rose and Bernard are probably winning if they're still on the island. It's just kind yeah, of yeah, because now Rose is dead. Now Rose is a mm-hmm. of cancer. That's true. Yeah, <laughs> but I think Locke felt like he was winning for most of this. That's true. That's true. So. Until he wasn't. I guess who's the biggest <laughs> loser though? <laughs> like, Man, could be. Listen, I think you made an argument as to why it could be Locke because he went well, he, from winning yeah. the hot, so he, you know, he, yeah, pretty sad walkabout, you know, arguably depressed, right? Yeah, yeah. he seemed depressed. You know, his, um, flashbacks with the Helen situation and whatnot. Walkabout, sad. Mm-hmm. This plane crash, he can walk again, right? He's winning on this island, right? He, he's found mm-hmm. his place. He leaves the island to get the others. He's failing, right? And then he's at his nadir. And then, I mean, we know the events of what happened between him and Ben. And it ends with his death. That's yeah. pretty 
That's pretty devastating. Actually. That's pretty. It's pretty That's devastating. Pretty, I because uh, he starts off lost as very sad, and in the course of it, in his lifetime, he got built up. Right. Mm-hmm. He arguably he became a winner mm-hmm. in terms of what we would consider that, mm-hmm. and then died in a pretty sad, almost taking his own life. Right. So yeah, to that point. So uh, I will say this next episode when Sun and Jin reunite, they will be winners. <laughs> says that. <laughs> is that what you're pegging for next yeah, episode? Yeah, yeah. So that's, that's right, my big okay. prediction for next episode. Right, Sun and Jin will reunite. It'll be glorious for for them, and they'll play the 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 Jin and Sun love music, and it'll be super super sweet. Um, <laughs> sweet Jin. Anyway, good guy Jin. Good guy. That's Jin. the Jin we have right now. We don't have yes, yes. alternate universe bad guy Jin. We have good guy yeah. Jin. Uh, Hurley might be a winner. Yeah, yeah. I, I feel like Probably. Hurley feels less unlucky and less crazy in the situation in the on the island. You're right. You, you could definitely consider him a winner. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe Sawyer to an extent, but no, no. So no, because Sawyer he's lost Sawyer. Yeah, he's he. Oh, so, you're right, Sawyer's yeah. a shell of himself at this point. But, but better to have loved and lost than to have never loved at all. Uh, yeah, I don't know if that's, that's true. Saying. But yeah, I know that's the lost, saying. But the, but the wording is the saying, though, Mister Sally. You can't dispute it. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. I like hate the second place is the first loser, and yeah. thing isn't the only, uh, isn't everything is the only thing. If you're gonna be a bear, be a grizzly. Yeah, yeah, exactly. These are great sayings. Yeah, these are great because they sound nice. They must be true. So, <laughs> so yeah, yeah. So he's got to be a winner. Nah, I'm, I disagree. <laughs> no, uh, I would have agreed he was a winner until Juliet died. Uh absolutely. I mean, I yeah. he he was winning when when it was seventies Dharma. Oh my goodness, he was winning. Yeah, he was. I mean, he he and, he and Juliet were both winning. They were loving it. Loving yeah, life. they were they were sad when the survivors yeah. came back. Juliet was yeah. worried. Yeah, I I would say Ben is a big loser right now. He got really big <laughs> I loser. Love that. Right now. <laughs> like Holy cow! Like, you're right though, because he went from like. I mean, but so the events of when Lost starts, he's learned he has cancer. Right? Yeah. Like, it, but the spinal surgeon just so happens to come onto the island, and yeah, that's pretty winning right there. And then it all kind of slowly goes. I mean, it just seemed like everything went everything went exactly the way Ben wanted it to go. He pulled all the right strings, pushed all the right buttons, and everything went his way until like now. season three. Yeah. I don't know. I would say like even. Even as recently as season five, when he got you know booted off the island, he still got back. He did, he knew exactly what to do. He did it. You know, it was Machiavellian. He did, he did it anyway. He did what he felt he had to do to get back to the island. He did, and then he he thought he was doing the manipulating, and he was actually being manipulated. Yeah. So that's a that's a that's a devastating. That's a big L. Conclusion to come to. That's a big L. Yeah, it is. Well, Mr. Sal, yes. How about we try to figure out each other's favorite scenes? All right, sounds good. Hmm. Yeah, like the Man in Black and Sawyer scene or storyline the most. If that's the case, I don't think I ever said Sawyer specifically. But you didn't. So- but I kind of consider it Man in Black and Sawyer's storyline, but it is okay. just mostly the Man in Black. But they're together for most of the episode. Ah, so which scene of that do I think you like the most in particular? Is it? I think you like it when 
Sawyer's being a bit of a showman. He references of Mice and Men, which I'm sure you remember. Uh, I don't know if you do. Do you yeah, remember the Lenny and George? Yeah. Well, do you remember the first time they referenced the book back on Hydra Island? Um, so yeah. he was reading the book in Hydra Island, and Ben referenced that when he basically oh my gosh, that's right, on yeah, yeah. An island, yeah, that's right, yes. So, so he was reading it at the time. Uh, so they referenced that. I'm sure you like that. I think you like the fact that they re-referenced that, even though you seem not to remember it. <laughs> Or maybe I'm taking that. And then Sawyer was a a big showman, right? Telling telling a synopsis of the story before putting him (laughs) at gunpoint. Um, But eventually, and probably based on the way you're interpreting the man in black, the man in black cons the con man, even though Sawyer hasn't really been the con man in a while, I would argue. Mm -hmm. Um, I mean, he's still got, you know, his charm, but I wouldn't say he's been the same con man, confidence man he used to be. No, not not exactly. But uh, I will go with that was your favorite scene. Okay. Uh, And I'm going to say that your favorite scene was the last scene in the cave. All right. When they're looking at all the names and the numbers and association and the offers. Yeah. Yeah, You you see the numbers and you you get excited. Right. That's fair. You got me incorrect. Oh, that's my second favorite scene. You got me incorrect as well. What was yours the last scene? Yes. Yeah, I understand. I, I, I had that at first, but I swapped it to I don't know why I liked when the man in black first came to see uh Sawyer. I, it was really great. Cause I was like I was I mean I haven't seen this episode. I kinda know what happens, but I didn't know Sawyer would be that lackadaisical about it. And he you know, he's he's like depressed. I mean he's grieving oh, yeah. Julian's death, he's just drinking and it's like I mean that's pretty and Sawyer's you know, he's alluded to the fact last episode, um Oh, what was that Sawyer episode with his father? Uh, with Locke's father? Boat. No, yeah, yeah, with Locke, Anthony Cooper. Yeah. Um, the 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 break. The break yeah, that's the what. break. That one too, where it, it, it's a, look. Anthony Cooper thought, you know, maybe they're in hell or some other place. Sawyer's kind of been alluding to that, right? Uh, to the fact that they might be dead, right? right. Last episode he did. This episode he does when he sees Locke. Um, so I, I love seeing that, and along with just their interactions with each other, Sawyer's kind of lackadaisical nature, but yet also being able to, having the wherewithal to realize that this is not Locke. That was the coolest part of that <laughs> yeah. scene. That was so good. <laughs> and like, I don't know, it kind of it kind of cast a different light as to Sawyer and Locke's relationship. I mean, he hasn't spoken to Locke in who knows how long, but he <laughs> yeah. remembers, he remember, uh, over three years, but he remembers the mannerism of Locke of he was always scared yeah deep down right yeah so yeah i mean it it tells a lot about sawyer's ability to read people in general and play off their fear because i mean that's that's part of what he was always doing as a con man was was playing off people's fear uh and among other emotions but fear being one of them and and now his ability to recognize the lack of fear in this guy is pretty cool actually a confidence man yeah but i i think that's why he follows him because he recognizes that this looks like Locke, but this is not Locke. and anyone who's this unafraid uh you can't really mess around with them anyway so you may as well be on their side yeah i yeah i i it, it it's a big reason why he goes and he also tempts sawyer with 
answering the most important question, right? Why are you here? Which that part I didn't like as much because I don't ever feel like that was a driving force in Sawyer, like the the desire to find out why they're there. I don't think it was either, but I think the way the man in black puts it, kind of, because he says that and Sawyer throws away the response of, oh yeah, I'm here because of a plane crash, raft, and heavy helicopter. Yeah. Eh, that's not why. Come with me. Come with me. I'll show you why you're really here. Yeah. And I, I, I think um I agree. I don't I don't think that's been a, a driving force. I don't think any of them really have a driving force anymore as to why they're here. Uh well I think that was always Locke's driving force. And yeah, but he's, I think it became Jack's. Jack's, yeah. Yeah. You could argue, you could argue Jack. But now Jack's kind of he's coming back because it's the right thing to do for the survivors that were left. I I mean I guess. But, I guess but he he always I, I felt that pull back. But I think he would be interested as to know why. Yeah. He, oh my god! Yeah. Before, so yeah. So I yeah, that was my favorite scene. So yours? I mean, yours kind of obvious. That's the one. It might be <laughs> a favorite scene, but you know. Yeah, I mean, first of all, like all those all the names are on the the cape, but but not all of them. There's no Kate up there. There's no Ben. There's no Richard. Like these are these are people who seem like. They would have been, especially Ben and Richard, they seem like they would have been uh, the closest to Jacob. So it's surprising that he didn't list them as candidates. And he didn't list Kate as a candidate, which I thought was a little weird, actually. Like, mm. all these other people I was wondering if you would catch that. Yeah. yeah, all these other people from 815 are candidates, but not Kate. I'm, and I'm, I'm sure there are others, too. I mean, a lot of them are dead, but like Rose and Bernard are still alive and they're not listed there as candidates, at least not with the numbers. And I know they needed six candidates for six numbers, but you know, whatever. But anyway, um, and, but this is, I already talked about a lot of this. I, I love that he pulls the, the temptation card and the, the, I would never do that to you. You know, Jacob, he, he, at some point in your life when you were young and, in, in, in like um miserable vulnerable he came to you and manipulated you oh that manipulation what a jerk you know and, but this this little soliloquy is or monologue i guess is manipulation so he mm-hmm. he's doing the manipulating and the manipulation is convincing him that someone else was manipulating him like <laughs> so i you uh choices you made were never really yours so this gets into free will versus destiny and um which is such a heavy theme of loss so i mean this all the themes of loss crop up so heavily in this scene which is one of the reasons why i love it but you know he was pushing you to this place and then the three choices do nothing before uh, i'm sorry become the protector of the island this, this was probably my favorite of the choices become the protector of the island it's uh yeah <laughs> so like what are you protecting it from he's like nothing it's an island like it's, so so now he's not not just manipulating by villainizing jacob he's now minimizing the importance of the island which doesn't seem accurate like it's not just an island it's just an island what's so special about it (laughs) yeah so so that was interesting uh and then leave together which is clearly the one that he wants him to pick and this is like so this is a strategy i use in my classroom all the time (laughs) and with my children which is probably terrible it's when i started adopting of giving false choice yeah the the illusion of choice like yeah you have these choices but the only one that i don't um the only one that I don't portray as terrible is the one that I 
gonna make you pick. <laughs> like, I'm gonna make you pick this one. This is the one I want you to pick. So I'm gonna make the other choices sound awful. So, you know, when the first choice you can do nothing and he like crosses off Locke's name. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He do nothing. Or he could protect this hunk of rock. Yeah. Or we could go home. Yeah. <laughs> and Sawyer seems ready to. Yeah, he oh, definitely does. He definitely does. So, yeah, and I guess they ride or die together now, Mister Sal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly, exactly. Well, and and I think that that's uh, th- that kind of power that Ben used to have. It seems like the Man in Black has it. That that if you that gumption, not necessarily gumption, but Ben when just when you had him cornered and he was dead to rights. He said, well, now, just a minute. Let me just tell you this one thing. And that one thing was enough to get him out of any situation. He just always knew the right thing to say. And it seems like the man in black kind of has that power, too. So, Oh, fair. Yeah. You're going back then to a corner. Well, yeah, I'd have to agree. I mean, it's a great scene. Yeah, it's so good. It's so good. And actually, you know, I mean, it's not there. There is like an intermittent lock, you know, with the meeting ben as a teacher in between but the the cave scene does have like the the lead into it right before that teacher's lounge bit um where he you know chucks the white rock which i I thought that was the the chucking of the white rock was was fantastic to me you really liked it okay oh i loved it you see the white and the black balancing each other like the balance of good and evil on the island is i don't know if you see that as like too like corny or like no i i, 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 I guess I, I was gonna say on the nose but it's it's nice as a nod to us without telling us literally like right you know oh the man in black now has more control that jacob is gone I mean, or something to that effect they could verbally say it in some way well, what, I, what i really like about it is that it demonstrates because this is jacob's cave hmm. it demonstrates that what jacob wanted was balance yeah between him and the man in black balance between good and evil and what the man in black wants is nothing to do with jacob well i'd say it was a it was an old joke yeah it's a joke so very cool all right yeah so that's my favorite scene well would you like to get into the recap then mr sam yes i would kurt So this one actually will be your choice. Do okay. you want to start oh, off? Oh, oh off is the this island? the illusion choice of choice or is this an actual choice? You can either start off on the long scenes off the island, dreary, mm-hmm. the crappy on island man in black stuff, or the wonderful on island, you know, Ilana Ben dead lock body stuff. Oh. What's your choice? Well, like a fine meal. With many things that I like to eat, but one thing that I really love to eat, you always go with the best first. So let's go with that last choice. Yes, of course, the best storyline. So, (laughs) I mean, really quickly, Ilana's crying. Um, Ben says that Locke turned into a smoke monster, killed everyone, including Jacob. Locke, who's the man in black, this person killed Jacob and then kicked the body into the fire. So Ilana takes some of the Jacob ash valuable resource yeah uh and ben is curious as to why Locke took elper into the jungle he's probably recruiting uh they exit on foot they're carrying Locke's body oh well before they, they exit on foot 
Elana plans for them to eventually go to the temple. She convinces mm-hmm. Sun to come along because, you know, Jin's probably there too. And if he's alive, yeah. If he's alive, and they're going to take Locke along with them. To bury yeah, him. Sun convinces Elana to, yeah. to bury yeah, we gotta, we gotta Only Locke, him. though. We don't bury the other people who died. Just Locke. Well, he's one of us. So yeah. yeah. That's, that's uh, what the union gets you. Yeah. <laughs> 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 contract says we bury lock with the others like, <laughs> we like the contract, contract. years ago <laughs> uh but the two big takeaways i had from this scene where ben is back in lying mode uh, yeah if he ever wasn't i don't know but the, the, the he's clearly in lying mode now though, so that, that yeah, was interesting oh yeah. bold face lie I, mm-hmm. I love it when um we know ben's lying yeah i do too I do too. Uh, and then, and then the other thing oh, I've forgotten what the other thing is. So, all right, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but yeah. So it's that that was a big a big thing. Oh, the, I remember what the other thing is, is is the gray ash. So I'm wondering if the all of the gray ash that we've ever seen has been Jacob ash. Hmm. Interesting. Well, we'll have to see. But uh, they take Locke's body, carry it over uh, while they're carrying it. We, we learned that Ilana brought the body to show everyone what they're up against. All right, makes sense. And also, we already went over this tidbit, but uh, the man in black cannot change his face from locks. Why? I'll tell you, Jacob's dad is why. Um, right. Well, maybe but this is, it's Ilana that says this, right? Yeah. So, I, I mean, I'm I'm interested in, I don't know if we'll ever. Ilana's like but, history. And, yeah, why, yeah. Why, why does she know so much about this? Because well, so. she actually studied. Okay. Right. What? What did she study? What the island? Oh, okay. Island studies. Oh, island studies. I didn't realize that was an option. But anyway, yeah. So I, I would love to see some of her backstory and how she came to be so knowledgeable about this place, these people. But I, I don't know if we ever will. We, we don't have much time left in this series. By law, uh, law standards, yeah. Not, not much right. time. But I mean, there's still more than ten episodes. That's true. <laughs> they've got they've got enough uh and they bury uh lock and ben has a nice you know few bit of words to say that you know he was a believer a man of faith and a much better man than he will ever be He's i think he believes that him. i think he be- i think he all of this is sincere to him i think it is too but my my question is is it sincere because i think it's sincere because it's a bad move calcul like he he made the bad move Oh yeah, well, because because it because it didn't work out in his favor. That's yeah. why he's acknowledging this. Yeah, okay. You're right. I don't I don't think he would have acknowledged this if it had worked out the way he wanted it to work out. <laughs> All right, fair. Well, okay, Michelle, this is actually your choice. Which of the other two storylines you want to do next? Uh, well, I would like to do the off island stuff next, but I'm fine with doing the other one. Does it matter to me? Off the island, Locke exits his ride at home. But the platform malfunctions. It turns into a whole, you know, a whole bit of works. He rolls off, gets sprinklered. He, he just seems defeated. Yeah. Uh, but thankfully, thankfully, Helen comes to his rescue. Uh, and we get introduced to the fact that he's with Helen. They're not married yet, but they're together. Uh, mm-hmm. But they're planning the wedding. They're prepping the wedding. Uh, to which Anthony Cooper, or I guess John Locke's father, will be invited, which is... Mm-hmm shocking could be good could be good uh and again the topic of Locke's conference in australia oh it was all right yeah 
she notices uh, Locke's card, you know, business card from Jack. Yeah, you really should call, but he doesn't really want to. I mean, Jack probably can't do anything. But Helen, she thinks this could be destiny. The fact he ran into a spinal surgeon, but Locke just ain't too sure about that. So Locke, man of faith, quite the believer, as Ben would put it in our universe that we're used to, but in this universe, not as much, right? Yeah, I mean, that dest- miracle on his life. destiny was kind of his thing uh, on the island, you know, once he found out that he was healed and stuff. I mean, he, he preached destiny. I, I, one of my favorite scenes in all of Lost, still, one of my favorite, like, I guess, not scenes, but quotes, is when Mr. Echo says to Locke, it's dangerous to confuse, or do not confuse destiny with coincidence. Which, yeah. I mean, that's basically the thesis of Lost is destiny or coincidence. You know, which side do you come down on? No, that, you're right. Oh, Mr. Echo. I love that guy. I would be so thrilled if we saw some Analysia, some Mr. Echo, some Libby, <laughs> some Michael and Walt. I don't think we're going to see any of these people, but... <laughs> Oh, we do see is the colonel. The colonel. As he goes into work, Locke goes to work. Randy chats him up and calls him out. Uh, basically, he did his own little investigative research and knows he didn't really go to any of those meetings he did on his company-funded trip. Locke kind of submits. He begs, you know, for forgiveness. You know, just called the vacation week. I, I don't really want to talk about it. It's personal what happened. Yeah. Well, don't need to talk about it because you are fired yeah and there you go how'd you feel about that one uh, i mean it's randy being randy i guess yeah. <laughs> although randy, randy this is the this is probably the first time where i'm like yeah i guess you gotta fire this guy <laughs> no i mean yeah that's, that's trip to australia is not cheap <laughs> well let's call, let's call it a vacation week yeah we paid for your whole flight to australia <laughs> Very important box conference in Sydney. Don't, don't, don't underplay boxes. Oh, I love boxes. boxes Exactly. And meetings like that, that keep boxes coming through. So, (laughs) uh, Locke with his box of belongings. (laughs) (laughs) I would have got like a perfect box. (laughs) I've never, I'm always like the stereotypical, like walking out with this small little box of belongings. I can tell you, I I've left a couple of jobs. Mm-hmm. I have way more than one That's box full of stuff. I don't yeah. think you would have like, especially for however long you've been there for. Yeah, and it looks like for based on the size of his desk, I would think he has more than just a little box. Now, I mean, yeah, but maybe yeah, most maybe, of that's office supplies, like yeah, on the computer and whatnot. Maybe, fine. Yeah, maybe maybe a, you know a cubicle job is that different. makes sense actually. Yeah. yeah, versus a room. That's true. You're right. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. You're right. So he exits with his box, but a yellow Hummer is blocking his car ramp. It, yeah, it's in a normal parking spot, but it's a little too close. So he starts, you know, knocking on the Hummer till it beeps, and out comes when Hugo Reyes. Mm. I mean, come on. And Locke kind of goes off on him. He's clearly having a bad day. And Hermo's pretty nice about it. I mean, he yeah, does very. feel like Locke should be in the handicap spot, but Locke thinks he can park. Wherever he wants. Right? You know, that is such a great point that I never have thought of. <laughs> but the issue is, like, that's fine if you want to park wherever you want, but you shouldn't have the expectation that it'll be open then. Right. Right. But but I never even thought about it. Just, you know, well, there's a handicap spot right there. See, I can park, but I don't have to park there. 
it's like yeah it's a good point <laughs> no i think it is, i think it's a good point but i i don't think the um the car to your right has to accommodate for anything bigger than your parking space right even in parking a handicapped spot but I, mm-hmm. I guess then the other argument kind of goes like well what if they were full but i don't know then maybe take up two parking spots i don't know yeah, I, don't, I, don't, I don't know that actually I, I know that's a good thing what do you do if the handicapped parking spots are full yeah that's a good question i i don't know i don't know well, anyway, I'll come back later. I don't know. <laughs> come back later. <laughs> <laughs> I work here, though. Uh, yeah. <laughs> well, Hugo, he actually owns the company. Uh, and Randy just fired Locke. And, you know, Randy's not that great of a guy. So, here, you, do you want Hurley even offers to talk to Randy? But now Locke's all right with that. So he gives Locke a number two temp agency. Give it a call. Tell them I sent you. They'll hook you up. Mm-hmm. Pretty nice guy, Hurley. Doesn't yeah, Hurley's a great guy. guy. Yeah, uh, I, I I feel like I should win some kind of prize for this. I don't know. I don't know what the prize is, but <laughs> man, I mean, this is this is years. We're talking multiple years in the in the making. My, and my patience, light, my yeah. patience with this with gaslighting. My patience for this finally pays pays off. Wow, I'm so proud. You're collecting the <laughs> collecting the, the fruits of your hard labor from years yeah, ago. Yeah, man. You should oh, go back so... and listen. You should go back and listen to the first instance where we argue about it, and then you go, "Ah, oh, I never, I right. never wavered. I, 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 you I never said, did too. I'll give you that. You I, I was like, no, wavered. this is canon. This is like, I'm so hundred percent sure about this. So, no, I'm, <laughs> I'm very proud of this. Anyway, we got to lock be interviewed at the temp agency. Hmm, what animal? Are you, are you a people person? Locke doesn't like these questions, so he goes straight to the supervisor because he needs a job ASAP. He needs to get the hookup. So, over comes Rose, the supervisor. Yeah, uh, supervisor Rose. And Locke's just starting to pick his job. He's like, I want to be the construction site coordinator, but Rose is a little more skeptical about that. You know, if he wants it, you can have it, but he'll be back within a day or two. So. <laughs> You're going to need to be more realistic with your job prospects. And Locke does not like that at all, right? You know, what do you know about realistic? And, well, Rose seems to know quite a bit. She talks about yeah. how she has terminal cancer, and mm-hmm. but she's still living her life. So, yeah, after talking about it for a bit, you know, we can let's find you a job, Locke. She has a pretty good attitude about it, all things considered. Oh, I love the way she phrases that, too. Let's, let's find you a job that you can do. Yeah. Because that, that's exactly the opposite of what John always says, which is, don't tell me what I can't do. Yeah. Let's find something that you can do. You're right. No, you're yeah. right. So we have Locke waking up. Uh, he's starting to go through his morning routine. He decides to try to give uh, Jack's office a call. He gets an answer, but he hangs up. Uh Helen heard him speaking on the phone, and he admits he called Jack's office, but he's not going to go through with that. There's no point. Also, I got fired. <laughs> Just let you know that. I got fired. Yeah. Uh, as they're talking, their lost luggage arrives. Helen grabs it and gets right back to the topic of, oh, how, how'd you get fired? And Locke is honest. You know, Randy fired him because he found out the truth. Helen, open up the case. It's his knife briefcase or knife mm-hmm. case uh, for his walkabout that he couldn't go on because they didn't let him. Right. And he talks about how he did argue with them and fight with them about it. His typical saying, don't tell me what I can't do. Yep. But he's realizing that they were right. So Rose is kind of 
change his viewpoint a bit about this. You know, they they were right. And yeah, he's sick of imagining life outside of this chair. So he's just not going to. It, it's just not worth that because there's there's no hope. So Helen yeah. he stops. he says at one point, like there is no such thing as miracles. There are no miracles. Exactly. Yeah. Stop yeah. trying to believe in the fact that I'll get out of this chair. I'm not gonna walk with you down the aisle, right? Yeah. And Helen takes it pretty all right that she believes that there are miracles, but she doesn't need one for him to get off the chair. And she rips yeah. up Jack's card, and they don't they don't need a miracle. They're fine as is. So yeah, I, and that's that is how sweet. Um, a very romantic gesture. It is pretty romantic. I agree. Yeah. So how sweet? Because obviously, I mean, it's bothering Locke immensely. So mm-hmm. that's a that's what he needed. So good. <laughs> We then get the last scene of these flashbacks, which is just Locke. He's working at a school. He's the te- he's the master of the body. He's teaching biology, teaching physical education. <laughs> he's the true substitute, right? Eventually, Mosey's on over to the teacher's lounge after manhandling a student. Mister Sal, I, I you saw you, you, he grabs his kid's arm. Yeah, it's like he yeah. looks to the teacher's lounge. This would not be acceptable. No, no. <laughs> oh, we'll go down a hallway, grab the kid's arm. And I love how the I saw the kid is like, oh yeah, it's over there. Exactly. But whatever. He gets to the teacher's lounge and we see him a really angry bed <laughs> about the coffee filter. I mean, you know, you leave the dirty coffee filter and you're gonna you, you get the you mess with the bully, you get the horns. That's just the way it goes. Oh yeah, yeah. And he's loved to see that lock. It's a man of class, Earl T. Earl Gray. Earl Gray. <laughs> so so it was oh, specifically Earl Grey, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay. It was Earl Grey. So we'll have to see we'll have to see where that goes, but there's that as a wrap up. So that leaves one last thing. We actually did leave the Zer for last, the Men in Black's storyline on the island. Which we start off in the smoke monster's point of view, right? We see some That's of the right. barracks and then we see it return to machete in lock form and the man in black looks down a beaten Albert. So it's time to talk. He apologizes a bit what he's done to Elper, but now he wants him to join him. Yeah. Uh, he talks about how Locke is, or I mean was, a candidate. Uh, uh, and Elper doesn't even really know what a candidate is, which is right. kind of ridiculous. <laughs> the I men know. in black feels, you know, if you were if you were working for me, I would I would tell you these things. Yeah. Come come with me. Um, but Elbert refuses, and he for a brief moment, the men in black sees this blonde bloody-handed boy. It was interesting um, to see the Man in Black shaken because we have not yeah. seen that yet. Yeah. Um, and the, you believe it's Jacob. And, I, I mean, it certainly seems like Jacob like yeah. reincarnated or, or ghost or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, in either case, Alpert, he's not about this, so off they go. <laughs> they're, uh-huh. not, they're, they're, they're not working together on this one. So, the Man in Black makes his way to the barracks. Goes into Sawyer's house. The music is blaring, and he makes his way to the bedroom where Sawyer is drinking all alone. And you know, this is my favorite scene. So we already talked about this, mm-hmm. um, but it ends with Sawyer agreeing to tag along with the Man in Black to get kind of you know the big answer as to why are they on this island. So off they go. They're trekking. Uh, he tells the Man in Black that his friends are in some temple. So we'll see if that's ever useful for the Man in Black. Uh, they both see this kid that the Man in Black saw earlier. Oh, perhaps Jacob. Uh, he runs. The Man in Black gives chase. Sawyer doesn't really. 
and he at least loses track of him. Uh, mm. This kid reminds the Man of Black the rules that you can't kill him. But the Man of Black repeats Locke's line, don't tell me what I can't do. Mm. So, interesting one for sure. Uh, Sawyer, in the meantime, is shouting for Locke, or whoever you are, and Elper emerges from the uh, jungle. <laughs> and tell, like, I, I love this scene. With, I mean, if this was longer, this might have been my favorite scene, just because yeah, it is, it is a bit short, but it's a great scene. Yeah, just because Sawyer, you know, he's trying to get Sawyer to come to the temple, and Sawyer doesn't want to go. But just the fear Elbert has, you know, don't, you know, don't go with him, right? He's not going to give you answers. He wants everyone dead. And the second Elbert hears a twig break, he makes like a like a deer just runs. It just, it just, he mm-hmm. books it. And the man in black returns, and he wasn't chasing a kid, and Sawyer wasn't talking to anyone, so we'll just Continue on our way. Yep. Um, they continue trekking. So your references of Mice and Men again. I already described the scene a bit. But basically, after a little showmanship, he puts <laughs> the man in black at gunpoint. Yeah, yeah. Um, and he's kind of indifferent about being shot. Oh, no, yeah. Whatever. Go ahead, Jimmy. He's been trapped, as he puts it. He's been trapped for so long, he doesn't even know what it's like to be free. Uh, yeah. So you're skeptical of this, but you know, shoot me if you want to shoot me. But we're getting close, Sawyer. So Sawyer decides not to shoot him and to continue on their way. So this this interesting little line that he's got here. Like I, you know, I was a man. I felt joy. I felt love. I felt anger and fear and loss. You know, so that that's a actually a really like Christ-like metaphor that the humanization of the deity so if he's if he's saying you know i was just a regular human guy that 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 changes things a bit like if he's if he's saying that i wonder if he's on you know the evil side or or what do you think the man in black could be good i think there's a definite chance of that okay so in the man in black make their way or at least that it's not so clear. It's not, like, it's not so black and white. Like, yeah. Uh, <laughs> so you're in the man in black. That was not on purpose. So you're in the man in black. Arrived at the coast. Nice view. And a nice ladder. Oh my god. Uh, this is terrifying. So he's a little more hesitant to the man in black. Well, it's all right. He'll go first. Sawyer does follow behind. He's a little bit of trouble, but thankfully the man in black's got his back. <laughs> Just, just just a tad bit, and they make their way down to the uh, cliffside cave, and yeah, this kind of comes into your favorite scene, so we kind of went yeah. over all this and yeah. wraps up uh, that storyline, so mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, it, it's definitely, it's a pretty good lost episode. <laughs> I mean, yeah, there's some more questions posed, but again, I, I would I would say I feel more satisfied. I do too. Uh, now, uh, yeah. That, you know, if it's episode, I, I don't think they're posing more questions than what they answer. Yes, it's, you know, in this cave, and I, I want to know more about the history about the man in black, but mm-hmm. I, I'm seeing Alpert's reactions to the man in black, the lying the man in black did to Sawyer, uh, this idea of the candidates and the six written down names, Quans being one of them. So, yeah, you know, but which leads me to my prediction mm-hmm. singular to, to that the next episode will be a Jin and Sun episode and they will reunite. All right. Do you want me to? Well, here before before we talk about that, let's check the time. Oh, okay. Uh, let me check here. 
Yep, yep, that's what I thought. It's TV what? time. Oh, TV time. Ain't no time like a TV time. So TV time. I think the good people of TV time gave this episode a five. Okay, uh, and you are wrong about that. Mm. They gave it a four. Really? 50% said four. Really? For a lot of I'm shocked. Really good. Yeah. It's because it's a lock episode. Hmm. But a lot of Sawyer, though. Speaking of which, I think Sawyer won the character rating of the people. I think Locke won the rating in your heart. And Locke for you. I'm I'm a lot more surprised by that than you. Uh, yeah, Sawyer won 56%. That surprised you? That surprises me. Yeah, fair. I, 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 I honestly couldn't decide between Locke, Man in Black, or Sawyer. Well, but Man in Black's not a votable option. Not anymore. <laughs> For yeah. some reason, he so, was Locke. last season. So I would say Locke. But... Okay. Yeah, Locke as well. But I, I don't. I love Terry O'Quinn as yeah. Locke, like the Man in Black, but I don't. I don't like the association of like Locke being the character to vote for for the Man in Black. Because yeah, he looks like Locke, but he's not Locke. Like these are two different characters. I think, like I said, I, I'll constantly remind people important distinction: Locke's dead. Okay, I mean, I was saw him get buried this episode, so hopefully that one's sunk. And, <laughs> but I think even after he died, it didn't, it didn't initially sink in. So it's like, well, I mean, I don't know. And now he's walking around again, and yeah, but that's not Locke. That's not Locke. So yeah, it's it's a really cool concept. We have your predictions. Uh, Sun and Jin will reunite next episode. Last week, uh, most of your predictions, you know, Claire's the new Rousseau. We haven't seen her. Saeed's not infected. Haven't seen that. Um, the Juliet thing's more long term. They're like a long term one about their lives being worse than the alternate. Mm-hmm. Um, you still think Jack's gonna do the surgery to lock yeah. unsuccessfully in the alternate? Uh, Kate will get caught in the alternate, and Juliet. Why don't this one is already actually completed? Julian and Saeed being close to death, see the other universe, seeing that it worked. But um, Saeed right. kind of refutes even seeing anything. Yeah. And yeah, so I'm I'm going to get rid of that one. But, yeah. Okay. But th- th- those are your predictions from last week. They all kind of cycle over, to be honest. <laughs> right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Plus, I think that Sun and Jin will reunite in this episode. Yeah. So you think of the upcoming episode that they will reunite? All right. I'll mark that down. Now. The next episode, do you think it's a, a Quan episode? I do. Is they your formal guest? Yes. It is. <laughs> no, wait, I, no, I wasn't me confirming it. I'm sorry. It is titled Lighthouse, and it is not a Quan episode. All right. Is it a Claire episode? Not a Claire episode. Whoa. Okay. I'm a little shocked. It is. I'll give you one more guess. No, you'll guess it in one more guess. I don't know if I will. You won't. <laughs> okay. <laughs> go back and forth no it's it's a jack episode next week okay all so, right whatever nothing super special i mean we see a lot of jack but <laughs> you know we'll, we'll see we'll, we'll uh, see yeah, yeah i suppose we will so jack episode next week i suppose they have to get a jack episode in quick so they can do a second one before the season's over yeah we gotta, we gotta be able to shoe hammer that in before yeah. before it ends so we'll have to I'm, I'm hoping this final season is a good one. I mean, we know that the ending for Lost is a not a beloved ending. It's not. Many. But we've watched the series with a very close eye. I think <laughs> I, I think it's safe to say that we know a lot more about Lost than I think the typical viewer did 
watching when it was first airing yeah airing yeah because we look at it a lot more carefully and whatnot so Mm -hmm. i could see you know over the course of years people watching this you know just forgetting these characters these yeah you know tidbit flashbacks i mean there's just so many characters so much stuff so anyway that being said next week episode five lighthouse with jack also in the schedule very uh, big deal very big deal (laughs) oh very big deal so let's see here so next week normally we have lost coming out on thursdays okay that's what we've been having for this series up until this point it's not going to be the case anymore so next week miss davies is dropping and sadly i mean maybe for a typical viewer you might like this more but for me and mr sal sadly we want to cover miss davies and miss davis is going to be an eight episode series but they're dropping half of it to begin yeah yeah, whatever. That's fine. But that means we got to pump out these episodes as soon as possible to catch <laughs> yeah. back up. She like doing the week by week format. So, four episodes are going to drop next week. Monday, episodes one, episode two. We're going to release those. Well, Three, yeah. So, four. so well, to be clear, we are releasing one episode of coverage that will yeah. cover episodes one and two. Yes. That'll drop on Monday. And then one episode of coverage from us to cover episodes three and four of uh, Mrs. Davis. No, wait a minute. That, that's not next week, is it? It's the week after. You're right. This is episode four, isn't it? Yeah. You're right. Okay, yeah. My bad. Everyone, scratch that. That <laughs> is for the week after. Next week, we're going to get up to come back next week, Thursday, to see <laughs> Lost, okay? It's the week <laughs> afterward that we're going to have this issue. I'll explain it more then. But Lost yeah. is eventually going to swap over to Mondays, not yeah. Thursdays. That, that's kind of this. Long story short. Yeah, and there will be a week. So we'll be here for, for Lost Episode 5 next week. Then we're going to take a week off from Lost to get these four episodes of Mrs. Davis covered. <laughs> uh, and then we'll be back with Lost the following week. But yeah, on Monday instead of Thursday. So, yeah. so we'll remind you next week. But in the meantime, get ready for Mrs. Davis. I mean, that's around the corner. I'm so excited I'm about Mrs. Davis. Uh, yeah. Can't, can't even. I, couldn't, I don't think I could be more excited about Mrs. It's Davis. It's another Lindelof series. And it's got, yeah, it, it's got the flavors of faith. I mean, now it's more AI based, but mm-hmm. science versus faith, AI versus faith. I don't know how you want to look at it. Yeah, but... the, the, I think they say faith versus technology, mm-hmm. so there or religion go. versus. Anyway, yeah, it's it, Betty Gilpin's the star of the show. She's amazing. Um, the, Tara Hernandez, who's was uh, an executive producer on The Big Bang Theory, is the show the the primary showrunner for Mrs. Davis with. David Lindelof also, you know, kind of taking on a lot of the responsibilities and doing executive producing. Um, so they kind of co-create this series together. Mm. Um, and I, I think the Big Bang Theory is very funny. And I'm watching watching the trailer for Mrs. Davis. So much more humor than I thought it was going to have. So yeah, and it excites me. Um, yeah, I, I was talking too. to you about this off the podcast, but I'm loving how series have gotten a lot better with being both humorous. I just saw uh, the premiere of. Um, Lucky Hank, and I'm a, you know, I'm a big Baba Kirk fan. I'm a fan of, you know, him and Better Call Saul and Breaking Bad. But I, I enjoyed it, and it's got good humor, and I think it had a good plot for the premiere. Only Murders in the Building we, we uh, covered. I, yep. you know, it's a humorous series, but I think it has a pretty good plot and maybe the drama with it. So I'm excited to see that. And Mrs. Davis, I, I, I think that's something people, show writers have gone better with, with time, with mixing good humor, with a very compelling drama story so yeah. that's what my request is to you listeners be excited for mrs davis give that a try 
listen to that because I mean, if you're a fan of Lost this far, you've got to see what Lindelof is doing with Mrs. Davis, surely, yeah. right? Yeah, similar yeah. themes and everything. So, I mean, it's it's us completing the set, the Lindelof yeah. set. We're completing the set extended. with Lost, yep. and we're going to be doing his new series. So we'll have every TV yep. series he ever covered because we also <laughs> did the leftovers. We've yep. done Watchmen. Check those out if you haven't already. Yep. While you're at it, give this podcast, you know, our podcast five stars. Uh, reviews are always appreciated. Um, share the podcast. It's how we grow. If you want to contact us, showuperspodcast at gmail.com. Anything else you want to add, Mr. Sam? I'm sorry you had to see me like that. Shoe hammer some show hoppers into your day.